Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Keep Running with Kendra Stacy. I'm so excited to have you guys back again. And I'm really excited for this episode um, because it has been kind of a transformative moment for me. Like I didn't think I was going to hit this spot or wasn't planning on it or nothing really has happened, but it's literally been like a light bulb moment for me, if you will. So we just going to get into the episode. I know I usually give y'all a little something funny, a little jokey joke, a little singy song, kind of welcome the people on in, but I'm going to just give y'all what I got to give y'all today. <laughs> We're going to get to it. So I actually saw this video on Instagram. It's the, it's a snippet of another podcast. Um, and the woman speaking is Essence Atkins. Um, and I know her, like one of my favorite roles of hers was on the TV show, Half and Half. She was the rich bougie sister. Um, but of course she's had like a huge career like long resume but that was just one of my faves so um she's speaking on a podcast um about sex now y'all see why I'm excited for this episode because we talk about sex honey um but I'm gonna play a clip hopefully you can hear it this is my first time doing something like this and we don't have no sound engineer here it's just me so here we go like when I first got saved the aspect of waiting was literally the one area of my life that I told God Listen, Lord, you know, you made me, I'm not a virgin. (laughs) There's no reason I should pretend to be a virgin. I really like sex. I'm just going to live in your grace. (laughs) Listen, and the thing is, is that I did. And, and over time, I'm just so, I'm so grateful for God's patience. Yes, Because he was so patient with me in allowing me to suffer the consequences yes, of that of, mentality. Of, of, of your choices. But also, like, just the patience of, like, exposure and time and letting me just figure out what was happening and why I was injuring myself. Because, mm. honestly, the last time I had sex... Mm. It's not that it was a bad experience, and it's not that, it, like, from an ego standpoint, I will say this. On paper, I was like, this is a great thing. On paper, this yeah. is awesome. This person is hot. Yeah. They have a great body. They're yeah. super successful. Like, there were a lot of bragging yeah. rights yeah. in, like, you know, in that. But at the end of it, I was like, oh, but this feels really awful. Because at the end of the day, there's no commitment here. There's no promise here. This person has not chosen to keep me, to cover me, to pray with me, to be there in sickness and in health for richer, for poorer, for better, for worse. That has not ever come out of their mouth, which means they haven't declared it, which means for me to count on it or look for it is is just an assumption and it's an assertion that they didn't ask for because they never promised that. And so now I'm driving myself crazy, but now I'm angry at them. That's what's happening. Do you know somebody's getting set free right now? I hope. Okay, so that's the video clip that I wanted to share because it's so crazy how um, that clip found me like literally it it gave words to a feeling I've had recently. So similar to her testimony, um, child, the last time I did it, okay, laid it low and spread it wide, honey. Um, it still was like a good experience in the moment. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Felt good. Um, for the, the time that I was there, um, and enjoyed it. The person was, 
good looking, great guy, enjoyed his time, his company and was a, you know, consenting adult and made a decision and wanted to do it and um, did it. OK, but I remember the next day just feeling like, what did I do that for? Like, that's literally the thought that I had after having this experience with this person and just feeling like, well, what was the point of that? And I think the thing for me that I that I found this clip gave um, gave words to is this. I've been having this unfulfilled and my friend helped me with this word more so an empty feeling when it comes to being intimate casually right so having the no strings attached friends with benefits we know what we are like we just do what we do like that kind of you know situationship as the kids call it like the the empty feeling that comes from that um and I saw some memes about it and of course like I feel like maybe you could agree like once you're going through something it seems like all the instagram posts and all the stuff on your news feed just starts aligning with it and you're just like mm, see yep that's it that's it so uh, i saw another meme that popped up and it talked about how like you know you don't really it's not that you you know are just craving sex and you just want to do it and, arr, 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 give it to me give it to me give it to me a lot of times you're really craving the intimacy of a, this person or a person um and will take the temporary um this short-lived intimacy and closeness and connection you have with a person when y'all are you know between the sheets honey um and you will take that because it gives you something it gives you that bit of intimacy no matter how temporary or how fleeting of a feeling that it is and so I had to acknowledge for me like I, I I really did feel empty and I think the funny thing about it is though um so I grew up in church my whole life right real churchy been in church forever in a day really don't know a period of my life where I wasn't like in church all around church 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 um and I can say for me being a church girl and all those years of churching I didn't really ever feel guilt about sex um I think there was a time like I feel like it's like an old school theme was fornication and lust. But child, the people be doing it in the church. Let's keep it real. So I think they started to like phase out <laughs> that kind of teaching. And then they started teaching about um, homosexuality a lot. And um, and I'm a, I will go on record and say this. I never even though I was okay doing the do Saturday night and then come sing on Sunday morning I never felt or was made to feel as guilty for doing that as I feel the church makes people who um are part of the LGBT community feel guilty for who they are so that's the shake the table moment <laughs> moment but let's just call a thing a thing um because I was out here just living in God's grace knowing that his grace was sufficient and that if I do what I do on Saturday and gotta lead a song on Sunday I'm gonna be straight because God got me and really felt that way um I never felt guilt during the act um when I was having sex like yeah, I probably shouldn't be doing this. It wasn't until like the next day, next morning, next whenever that it kind of hit me. Like, what was the point of giving myself to this person? Um, and still didn't feel like a, a 
a real like guilt from God either. Um, Cause I always felt like, and this is real bad, but Christians do this. Um, you always kind of play like the sin Olympics. Like I know, I know I'm doing a little sun, but I ain't, you know, as bad as da, 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 whatever, you know, or because I was doing this and I kind of kept it a certain way, like people didn't really know. Right. Like it wasn't in everybody's face. Now, you know, so I would kind of do those kind of sin Olympics and be like, well, I, I'm doing good on everything else. I tithe. I read the word. I pray. I'm in the church all the time. I just got my one thing, you know, and we all have sinned and fell short. So that's my thing. So um, it just kind of made peace, if you will, with that feeling. Um, but it wasn't until now in my adult life and especially now that I'm on this journey, be it, you know, entertainment to others. But it really is a thing for me, this journey of becoming a wife right I feel like it started to hit me like why are you giving yourself away to these people um and I remember my therapist said it to me one time we were talking about something else but it applies here as well um she said very plainly like why do you make access to you so cheap and I remember like oh sis you want to you want to fight that's what that's what you want to do you forget I pay you for this um but it's true. I, I I really made access to me very cheap, very like, you don't got to do much. It's all right, baby. It's fine. And I've said that going on record. Like I've had the crazy thing about my life is that the men who I have dealt with have been like crazy honest. Like it's kind of weird how every dude I've dealt with has been honest. So I never really dealt with the 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 lion type of dudes who want to run game on you. Like the dudes I dealt with were very open, very honest, like told me very plainly, look, I got a girl, but if you want to do this, we do we could do it. It's fine. Or um, you know, I'm emotionally unavailable right now, but you know, if you're not going to go nowhere, I ain't going to go nowhere. Or I'm not really looking for nothing serious. And I would just be like, oh, whatever, who cares? Um, And just go along for the ride. But um, one thing for certain, and I tell all my homegirls this now when I give them advice, like men are very intuitive. We talk about women's intuition a lot, but men have intuition and be knowing and see you. And a lot of them act dumb, but they ain't that dumb. Um, but <laughs> I can say the dudes that would go out with me would always say like, yeah, I feel like I had to impress you or I felt like you wouldn't really want to talk to me or I felt like I had to do da 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 to even get your attention. You just seem like no nonsense. I know a woman like you deserves da 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 da. Like just always would tell me those things and I would reduce myself and just say like, who me? Can't try Oh, you don't have to do all that for me. I'm just regular, regular. You don't, you know, you don't have to do nice things for me. I'm cheap. <laughs> Basically, the message that I was sending, and so I would have these temporary, intimate moments with these people who were not making any kind of commitment to me, or even being consistent. Right. Like couldn't even commit to consistency, let alone commit to a relationship, commit to other forms of intimacy, commit to relationship, commit to anything like these people can't even commit to being regular with me. But I was allowing that and being OK with that and just doing that. Um, and it wasn't until I remember one time, you know, in the clip, she talks about being upset with the person because you want commitment you, you know, you want it. It's a desire of yours in your heart, but you're not getting it from that person because 
they are told they've told you very plainly they weren't going to give it to you right but you just felt like they would um and i know if if you're like me and you're a fixer uh or a control freak you kind of feel like ah he said he's emotionally unavailable but i'm gonna love him right he ain't never been loved before and this is gonna get him together okay don't worry about it um and that's what i would do with relationships and with men right so one time in particular i had to go back and apologize to this man this is how bad it was um we had had casual sex and i felt like he wasn't hitting me up the way he should have been even though he told me that he was his words were like i'm damaged right now and i was like it's fine i will heal you um and so I, I heard that and was like, yeah, OK, that's fine, whatever. But we're still going to do the do. Um, and he didn't have it to give like he didn't have emotional an emotional capacity to give me anything. And I still engaged with him um, sexually. And so when he didn't follow up with texts and calls, even though he never said that he was going to never committed to anything like that, I got upset. And so I went off, like just lost it and um, told him, like, you think I'm going to be some just fun girl that you could just have fun with when you want to pick up, put down. I ain't that kind of girl. I'm a forever type of girl. Uh, I'm the type of woman that anybody want to be with, like going crazy on him. And I remember him just being like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, If I made it seem like, you know, I was going to be able to give you something when I told you that I wasn't going to be able to, I apologize, but I don't have it to give. So it's not going to happen. And um, I had to go back and apologize to that man. Like apologize, tell him um, that I was sorry for projecting my feelings onto the situation because that's really what was screaming out is that I have felt like the fun girl that, you know, oh, we just gonna have fun. We just have a good time. Oh, Kendra don't care. Kendra, you know, she ain't like other women. She could do the no strings attached thing. Like we just having fun. We just enjoying each other. That's why it's a trigger word for me at this point. Like whenever I'm dating someone and they're like, yeah, just just looking to enjoy one another. Ah, (laughs) I lose it Um, because I felt like I was the fun girl. And now I want to be, I know that I already am her, but I'm a forever girl. And that's the only capacity I'm allowing myself to be held in now is you're going to have to treat me like I'm forever and I'm not doing nothing casual anymore. I'm not laying it low, spreading it wide for somebody that ain't going to be here in the morning. You know, I had to tell my therapist this. It was a it was uh, sad, really is the word to say it out loud. But I told her, like, I don't feel like I've ever had secured sex had safe sex but not secured sex meaning the what I imagine comes from being in a committed relationship when you know your partner is not going nowhere that they love you for who you are you love them for who they are you ain't going nowhere like what y'all got is tight it's solid like this is your person and you all being intimate in every other capacity um makes for what you do in the sheets to be even better um and it's like the icing on top sprinkles on top whatever cherry on top child whatever is on tap um but that kind of feeling I don't think I've ever had like I have always felt insecure um wondering like well 
what are we like what is he gonna call tomorrow what does this mean for us like what do we do I text him first or do I wait for him to text me back or like do I reach out first now I should probably wait right and that kind of like insecure feeling is not something I think I've acknowledged I just was kind of going with it um until like you know you have the like I said this was like a random epiphany moment in the journey where it's like oh no 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 we got to get this together. Something's not right here. Like this is not okay. And so I, it really was a, a empty feeling that came from the last time I was with the person, with someone that it was like, oh, this is what this is. Like, this is, this is what we're struggling with. This is what's not okay. And I think the scary part is that um, I have prioritized that kind of intimacy from you know, external intimacy, meaning it's coming from people outside of me over me being intimate with myself, meaning like me really being in tune with how I feel, taking good care of myself, loving on myself, like just living a beautiful life day in and day out because I'm waiting on intimacy to come from other people and specifically men. Right. So I had to acknowledge a while back that I would even prioritize male attention over the attention of my friends, family, people in my network, et cetera. So like all these people are praising me and it's like, yeah, girl, you're doing your thing. Da, 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 da. Like woo, 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 Kendra, 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 Kendra. Um, but I don't got no man. And it's like, okay, yes, we know. So it's like how, how, why would you prioritize that lack of attention over the other attention that you get? Why would you prioritize, you know, not having love from a romantic partner, from a man you're interested in or a man, whatever, but the love you get from your family and friends and all those around you is not enough. Is that what you're saying? And so I acknowledged that a while back, like I am loved tremendously. Right. And I'm cared for by others so much that it is almost disrespectful to have this mindset like yeah 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 yeah, that's all fine and good but I I need a man to say it too right or I need a man to say it for it to be valid like that's so disrespectful but that's the thought I had um and now as I'm thinking about intimacy like it's so disrespectful of me to not care for myself to not love myself to not live a beautiful romantic life every day because I'm waiting on some man to do it. And it's like, how dare you you throw away such a, a, a beautiful life waiting on a partner? And I think about every day that we're given, you know, as we continue to go through the panoramic, honey, um, life is quick. It'll it'll go. It'll be gone. Like it, it, it's, I was, me and my mom were saying this, you know, COVID is taking people out, especially last year when we, you know, before we had a handle on it and really knew about it, COVID was taking people out. You would get it and be out of here. We knew so many people who got it and then gone and that's it. And now, you know, with the Delta variant and especially being in South Florida where I am, um, and this kind of being um, an epicenter, if you will, I remember I, I saw some, uh, interview and this man was like if Florida wasn't a part of the United States we would forbid travel to Florida 
Like that's how bad COVID is. So I say all that to say life can be gone in a moment, in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, honey. And so to spend it waiting on a partner, waiting on a moment, waiting on a fleeting feeling is, is so, um, disappointing just so frustrating just ridiculous almost to even do that so now I've spent my time trying to live a beautiful romantic life with myself for now honey like I that's what I'm doing and not out of um it's definitely by choice because it'd be men all around me all the time and I'll be trying to get rid of most of them but anyway um (laughs) But really trying to live a full, romantic, beautiful, fulfilled life because I no longer want to be empty. I no longer want to be unfulfilled. I no longer want to have the temporary high that comes from um, the few minutes of sex we be having. Because when you really think about it, it be a few minutes. Like, sir, if you don't go somewhere. Um, but... I didn't mean to be this honest, um, but it's my pet, my podcast. So, you know, who's, y'all can send your letters, your comments to the complaint box and we'll, we'll get to it at some point. But I think that's real. And I wish I had this kind of conversation because to me, it wasn't this is what's convicted me better than any sermon in my life. I Like I said, I've I've yet to feel convicted And I don't know if it just means I'm a hellion or what, but I've yet to feel convicted in a way um, that I feel right now. Like I feel very convicted to no longer be that person, to no longer behave that way, to, you know, not going back, moving ahead here to declare to you my past is over in you. Things are made new. Surrender my life to Christ. I'm moving, moving forward that's what the songwriter said so now I feel so convicted that I wish someone would have told me um that you know you can do whatever you want to do if you want to if you want to give it up give it up if you want to pop that thing you could pop it you could pop it but it's temporary that feeling fleeting that you know that high you enjoy is about to be gone you about to hit about to crash baby um and you're still gonna feel empty still gonna leave the table feeling unsatisfied um and so what you need to do ah okay what you need to do is focus on you get you locked in get you tight Make sure you are taking care of you, making sure you are giving you the love that you always want, always desire. And so, you know, when it whenever something else comes along, you'll be ready for it. And it won't um, like I wish I had made the investment in being intimate with myself so that when I would see those cheap, low level um, displays of intimacy from other partners that I wouldn't that I wouldn't marvel at it. Right. Like, yeah, that was cute. You took me out to eat, but I didn't already took myself out to eat here. So whoop de whoop. You get what I'm saying? Like, I wish I would have made that investment into living a romantic life so that your little romantic thing that's cheap and low level and ain't a Tyler Perry production. <laughs> Don't do it. That doesn't move me. It's cute, but it doesn't move me to give my whole self. 
like to give my body to you. Um, so I, I wish I would have done that, but we're going to start today. <laughs> and like, now that we know, um, it's, it's, it's a change. It's a change is coming for me. You know, I'm feeling good from my head to my shoes. Know where I'm running and I know what to do. Uh-huh, no, my point of view. I got a new attitude. That was a... That was a good little jingle there. Okay. Um, so I say all that to say that I hope, um, hopefully this helps you in some way just to acknowledge your relationships um, with others, but then most importantly, your relationship with yourself. And um, I, when I started this podcast, I knew I wasn't going to have all of the answers to give. I wasn't going to have all the advice. I was gonna ha- wasn't going to have every wise word. And I wasn't going to be able to be prescriptive as to what you need to do. But if I could, and the whole point of this podcast was to just show you glimpses of a journey, just show you that I'm figuring it out. right like there is a friend you got out there who is figuring it out just like you who is stumbling upon these epiphany moments um these bright ideas about who they are as a person and what they feel and working through them so if you are a work in progress like me and uncovering these things you need to unpack you know cleaning out your closet dusting off some things baby you're not alone is all I have to say about that. So I don't have any advice on how to get through this chapter because I'm in it. But <laughs> if you have advice or if you went through something like this, don't hesitate to let me know. The Instagram handles um, are keep running. The podcast, the website is keep running with Kendra.com. My personal Instagram is underscore Kendra Stacy, C-E-Y for Stacy. That's the only way to spell it. Um, and we can chat, talk to me about it because I'm, I'm, I'm going through it right now. I don't know. We just made this up and a uh, fun note. The title of this chapter is Satan in the sheets. Come on, somebody. That's a good sermon title. If, if I had to take a text, if I had to <laughs> give my message, that's what I would say. So, um, thank you all for being a part of the journey. Thank you for tuning in week after week and being a part of this. And I hope you enjoyed this episode, just like I hope you've enjoyed every other one until next time, which will most likely be Wednesday, unless I drop a bonus episode on Friday, you are just gonna have to <laughs> stay tuned, get subscribed, get notifications, and you will know when an episode comes out. So with that, I'm just going to say that I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Keep running.